Guess what time it is? It's Spritz O'Clock. Good afternoon, girlies. Welcome back to the Spritz O'Clock podcast, where each week my bestie and I drink an Aperol Spritz while we talk about all things girl talk, navigating your 20s, and your best advice. I meant our best advice. My name is Amanda. And I'm Reeves. And today we are talking about a very requested topic, and that is navigating your style post-grad. What pieces do you need to buy when you start your first job after graduating college? How is dressing in college different from dressing after graduation? What's appropriate? What's not appropriate? Where are the best places to shop? Things like that. We're going to cover it all. I'm extremely passionate about fashion, as you guys know. I feel like Amanda's in her rebranding era. Oh my god, I am. She's like rebranding. I'm trying to rebrand myself slowly but surely as a more like chic, sophisticated Birkin mom. As we're literally recording this in pajamas. And we are recording in pajamas today. Yes. (laughs) But that's because you guys, it's like five o'clock on a Wednesday and we're kind of over it. And we just want to snuggle up and talk to you guys, which is very valid too. Like there's a time and place for, for pajamas, you know. Oh, there's always a time and place for pajamas. But I'm saying, like, for the days when we have to leave the house, when we are wanting to dress up, when we're hitting the club, just kidding, not really, like, hitting the club. I mean, we can talk about the club a little bit, but whatever. You guys get the point. Anyways, <laughs> before we jump into all of that, ins and outs of the week. Oh, my gosh. I kind of missed this. I feel like, for some reason, I haven't done it in or an out. In okay. a while? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay, What's your in for us today, Reeves? So my in, let me just preface this. So actually my in and my out have to do with games. So my (laughs) in this week is a game called Stir the Pot. And I, okay, as we've talked about it a hundred times, I went on a date last week and I kind of got ready early and my two best friends came over and I was like, wait, should we play a little card game right now? Like to stir the pot and you know, kill time. So we played stir the pot. It's kind of like that game for the girls. Did you ever play that like in college? Yeah. But stir the pot is just, it's so fun. And we played that and I feel like I need to get more into games. I think games are fun. It's just really frustrating when you buy one of those games, like for the girls, stir the pot. What do you meme? Like the cards Mm -hmm. against humanity stuff. And then the prompts suck. Yeah, I know. Like, there's nothing worse than when it's, like, cheesy and obviously written by a ton of millennials that have no sense of humor. (laughs) Ruthless. Not to drag them, but I'm like, I don't want to laugh about Alex from Target. It's not 2010. I forgot about that. Yeah, and we all should forget about that. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not funny anymore. (laughs) And, yeah. But when they're good... It's it's really fun. And yeah, it's it it's great when you find like a gem of a game and mm-hmm. then you have people over and you're like, oh my God, guys, I have like a really good game. Oh, it was like so fun having them over. We played that after my Christmas party too. And it was really fun. So I'm going to link it below. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Stir the pot. Yeah. Well, do you have an out for us? I'm stacked. I'm stacked <laughs> of course, with outs. Of course. As you guys, oh my God, it's like. No, literally so many. literally an essay of outs. Like I don't even know which one to do first oh my gosh okay this is like something that i just don't understand and it's kind of dallas specific so i was walking through north park the other day and north park is our mall here in dallas if you're not from dallas it honestly has a ton of luxury stores in it like louis vuitton gucci prada's coming ysl balenciaga dolce gabbana like 
whatever, Dior, everything you could think of is in North Park. Mm-hmm. And it's really like rebranded. Speaking of rebranding, I feel like they have as a luxury mall. Like it mm-hmm. is stacked with like some luxury stores. And I always see these people. I'm like walking through the mall, minding my own business. And there's this giant ass line outside of the Gucci store. Oh my God, like I know. 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. And I'm like, who are you people? Why are y'all not at work? Why are y'all in line at Gucci? Like, I'm like, what does Gucci <laughs> in Dallas, Texas have going on on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. that is worth waiting in line for? Can you not just order all that stuff online? Like, you totally can't. Do these people know that? They probably want the instant gratification of getting it and the experience. And I'm not trying to be rude, but it's always like the people that like look like they shouldn't be shopping at Gucci. Like, I'm sorry, but it's not like <laughs> these people that are like dripped out in like some like crazy clothes. It's like... It's like these like couples that are like PDA and the Gucci line, like rubbing up on each other. Amanda, you're so right. It's always like these like kind of characters, like they're kind of characters in the Gucci line. And I'm like, you guys, not to drag Gucci, like I love Gucci, like shop to Gucci, but what is worth waiting in line for at Gucci? Like it must be really, really special because you can hop on my Teresa right now and order that like marmot, whatever you're probably getting. like. The little, like, GG... The disco bag. Yeah, the GG flap handbag. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not worth... Like, why is there like? I don't know. I just saw these people, and I was like, that is out. Like, <laughs> lines for luxury stores are out. It's not COVID. I don't need no. an appointment. Stop your BS. It honestly goes for all of them. Like, every time I try to go... Dior. Dior always has a line. Oh, my God. And Goyard. Okay, so I went to Cartier the other day to get my necklace fixed. Oh, I'm not wearing it right now. I was, like, about to grab it. I went to Cartier the other day to get my necklace fixed because it broke. And I'm not even going to lie. I strolled in there after a tennis lesson, like, sweaty. And I was like, whatever. I just need to do this. Like, sorry. It's not, like, something I'm looking forward to, like, going to take my necklace to get fixed. Like, I just need to check it off my to-do list. I walk in there, and this snobby girl is like hi welcome to cartier do you have an appointment and i'm like no my necklace broke like i need to get it fixed can i drop it off like what's the procedure for this i've never had anything from y'all break and she's like oh okay so normally it's appointment only just so you know and i'm like i'm not buying anything like i'm not gonna make an appointment to get something fixed like i'm sorry there's nobody in the store it's a weekday middle of the morning it's like 10 a.m on a monday and she's like stressed about me having an appointment i see like five salespeople on the floor all very capable of helping me and i'm not a karen so i'm super nice about it and i'm like okay well can i wait and she's like yeah why don't you like wait and look around the store and i will see if somebody can help you out and i'm like how is this luxury treatment? Like, literally, how is this luxury treatment? Like, I... She already bought it. <laughs> the product you guys sold me for a billion gajillion overpriced dollars has broken, and I need an appointment to, like, drop it off. I literally was like, I will drop it off. Come pick it back up. They did that to me at Dior when my wallet broke. Like, what? I was so mad. They go, we usually don't do this. We don't replace stuff. And I was like, it literally broke, and I've had it for three months. Yeah. Like, no. I was so mad. No. But- no. But that's out. I'd say that's out. Anyways, don't wait in line for those people. You just go buy it online. Don't wait in line. (laughs) Have standards. Standards. You're better than that line. Oh, my God. Okay, well, okay, I have a note. Mm -hmm. So Amanda and I, last night, actually, we went to a Mahjong lesson (laughs) event situation. (laughs) Now, I was so excited about going, and it was, like, it was so fun. But, y'all... 
Mahjong is not for the weak. Am I even saying it right? Mahjong? Mahjong. Mahjong. And we literally, <laughs> the blank stares I was giving Amanda, I was like, literally, I do not understand this. They're like, bracks and, and shoots and, and it was homework. It was literally homework. Yeah. I said to Reeves, I need 65 Adderalls and 50 <laughs> cups of coffee to play this game. But yet I needed a drink to loosen up or something. Like I needed, I, I needed a lot of stuff to play that game. I it felt was like so I was doing calculus. Yes, it was calculus. I was so stressed out during that event. But we finally got the hang of it. But that's we, a long ass game. We will not be joining a Mahjong no. group. I just don't think I'm smart enough for it, honestly. The people that are good at that game were also, like, the people that did the entire group project for you. <laughs> like, I was not built for that. No, me either. It was just, it was a very humbling experience. It was for accountants only. Yes. I accountants texted, only. I texted my boss, who was an accountant. I said, you should join a group because this was very much up your alley. It was not up mine. So, if you want to play Mahjong, it's very hard. I feel like no one talks about help like much brain power goes into it i want to be a part of mahjong culture but i don't want to do the work you know it's kind yeah. of like how i want to be a billionaire but i don't want to put in the work to get there uh -huh. but i want to like be a jet setter we better get to work <laughs> like and leave a review on this podcast thank you anyways it's time for me to give my in okay yeah okay <laughs> this one's kind of good so sorry about the um I feel like reality TV and specifically reality TV stars are very in. Whereas in the past, yeah. people used to be shamed so hard for going on reality TV and like being a reality star. Like if you were a reality star, you were not a mainstream celebrity. And I still agree with that. Yes. Like being a reality star does not equal like being a movie star. You don't have the same amount of respect. But I feel like social media has blurred the lines a lot yes. between like true like mainstream traditional like movie stars tv stars mm -hmm. and reality stars influencers like i feel like influencers athletes reality stars are in this category and then in the past in the past it's been like this movie stars like tv stars like singers like yeah. grammy winners all of that stuff are over here mm -hmm. royalty socialites mm -hmm. like whatever and now it's kind of like blending I completely agree because the other day, y'all know I love Love Island, but I went to go look at Gemma's profile to follow her and she had like 1.8 million followers and she's on Love Island, a reality show. No, I know. It was so confusing to me. And I'm like also thinking like I think celebrities are kind of picking unconventional partners now like people who in the past would have never dated someone from the reality influencer athlete category like there's cross contamination between so the two taylor swift and travis yes. kelsey Tra taylor swift and travis kelsey is like the perfect example like travis kelsey's like match that would be like the status quo match for him would be like an influencer like, like an influencer. a hot baddie yeah like bbl yeah. maybe like you BBL. know that type of girl and now it's like taylor swift and i i guess like i was thinking about this whole thing and my conclusion is it's my dream to be a reality star i would love that no i would be so good at reality tv like i don't think anybody really realizes like andy cohen doesn't know who i am but like if he ever does like it's over like he will hire me immediately after i feel like me. kind of be obsessed with you no like i think we get along so right great i feel like you would be a good housewife that's what you know, I'm like saying. A Reeves. really cute, sweet housewife, but 
I feel like you'd have to bring some drama. You'd oh, have I can to stir the, drama. the pot. I can stir the pot. Like, yeah. people don't even know. Like, you think you know me, you don't. Like, I can stir the pot. <laughs> you don't even know me. I'm a retired mean girl. Like, that's what? the truth. Wait, she's like sweet angel. No, I'm like really nice now. But like, I I can <laughs> turn it on if I need to turn it on. And here's my other thing. Like, I I could carry a show. Like, this is one mm-hmm. thing. I'm not confident about everything. But like, I was born to be on reality TV. I think you were. No, I'd be so good at it. That's like my dream career. Like, what do I do, though? Because Dallas Housewives is no more. How many seasons was that? Like three. It was horrible. They picked the worst. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> they, I hope they're not listening. I hope they're not listening. But I just don't love how that show was casted when it came to, like, showcasing what they were trying to showcase. Like, yeah. no, like, true, like, maybe besides Cameron... I feel like Cameron Westcott was, like, maybe good for that show. Like, she yeah, made she's sense cute. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, the rest of them, a lot of them, like, didn't, didn't even live in Dallas. Really? They lived in, like, Irving and stuff, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it's called the Real Housewives of Dallas. Like, I think you should have to have a Dallas zip code to be yeah, a Dallas housewife. I think it should be that way with all the... Okay, that's so interesting. Sh- all the franchises. Like, you need to yeah. live in Dallas to be a Dallas housewife. Like, mm-hmm. sorry. And... It was just so poorly cast. Casted. Cast. Well, maybe you'll make it on. If it ever comes back, like, I can recommend Andy some people. Like, I just don't think anybody making those shows... They don't know. They don't know about Texas. They don't know about Dallas. Like, our societal structure here. Like, those needed to all be HP moms. Like, if I'm being real. Mm -hmm. Like, they would have brought the drama. They would have brought the entertainment and the dollars. Oh, my God. But I just don't know if anyone from Dallas would, like, ever sign on for it. Like, I think that's... Besides us. (laughs) No, that's why I'm volunteering. So, like, whatever. Call me Andy. Okay. So, should we get into the episode? Yes. So, we're talking about post-grad wardrobe. This all started because a girl DM'd me on Instagram and was like, Amanda, you should make a TikTok or a podcast episode talking about what pieces you need in your closet for post-grad I just graduated college. I have a full-time job. I don't know what to wear. I feel like all the clothes that I used to wear in college, I don't like anymore. And all I ever wore in college was like athletic clothes. And then a little light bulb went off in my head and I was like, this is such a real struggle, like low-key that nobody talks about. It's a huge transition. I know. And it's like, where are you going to get the budget to buy this like banging corporate wardrobe? Because you're literally moving into a house or apartment or whatever. You have to buy that stuff and you have to buy a whole new wardrobe for work. And usually your salary is like doo-doo, but if you're like me, like (laughs) my first job after college, I was getting paid like I'm like $48,000 a year or something. It was horrible. Horrible. I feel like that's just like the one time when you're like such a consumer and you have to buy literally everything all at once and it's so hard and everybody's like save money save money and i'm like well i don't want to look like trash yeah i need to look good while i try to save money anyways so that's what we're talking about today and we're gonna just jump into our first piece of advice which is something i've talked about on this podcast before because i'm a really big fan of it i do just want to say this is a work in progress do not put too much pressure on yourself to have the perfect post-grad wardrobe or corporate wardrobe whatever it's a process you're going to accumulate stuff over time Mm -hmm. and don't 
sweat it too much. But that being said, my first piece of advice is go on a neutral shopping diet. So this is something I did this past summer. And basically what it means is you are not allowed to buy anything new if it's not a neutral color. This is such a good idea. It changed my wardrobe. So in the past, I was naturally really attracted to colors, prints, patterns, textures, feathers, sequins, super girly girl naturally. And everything that I bought would be like dopamine dressing for me. Have you heard that term? Yes. So that's me. I saw something in the store that was like this sequin top that I was obsessed with and it was hot pink sequins and I loved how I felt in it and it was so cute and perfect. I would buy it even if it was really expensive. I'd probably wear it one or two times to like some event. Think I looked so cute in it, but Mm -hmm. then it would serve no purpose in my wardrobe after that. Yep. And it ended up being such a money suck. And as much as I love clothes like that, and I think there's a time and a place to buy statement clothing, when you are trying to like overhaul your wardrobe or really refine your personal style, focusing on neutrals will help you so much because neutrals are easy to mix and match. Like they go with everything. They go with everything. They have endless amounts Mm -hmm. of wearability, versatility, like your chocolate brown top that you can wear with jeans and a pair of booties, you're also going to be able to wear with a black mini skirt and knee-high boots or Mm -hmm. high heels or your silk pull-on pants or your trousers or whatever it is. You can throw a jacket over it. It's just going to add... It's going to be... What it's going to be is the glue that brings in all of those statement pieces and meshes it all together like your neutrals your like capsule core collection is like the glue of your wardrobe that allows you to wear those statement pieces you've bought in the past like more yeah does that even make sense what i'm saying yeah it does like you can't have all statement and no neutral which i didn't understand that was like i'm working on my i'm i'm trying to be on the neutral diet because i was the same way as amanda but i realize you can literally buy like so many cute accessories like bags jewelry like a fun earring a fun necklace a belt whatever shoes and make the outfits different each time with your accessories accessories are such a good place to Mm -hmm. add the color add the fun element and you don't have to spend a lot on them that and like they can be worn over and over again without it being as quote-unquote offensive like no like I feel like people are never like, did you see Amanda? She has worn that damn necklace 500 times. Like, no one's going to say that. Or it's like, if you have a hot pink purse, Mm -hmm. you will get more use out of that hot pink purse than you would that hot pink top. Like, literally, for example, I have a, it's not neon, but I have this green bag and it's so cute. It's from Anthropology, And I'm going to a Stars game, a hockey game on Saturday. So I'm literally planning on wearing all black, neutral outfit, green pop. I just did this for the OU game. I wore my red patent leather anthropology purse. So cute. And a full denim outfit. And in my books, denim is a neutral. So a a crucial part of this neutral diet is determining what your neutrals are. For different people, it's going to mean different things. Like some people literally hate the color black. Like my mom is one of them. My mom does not wear black. I love it. She's so slimming. I love black, but she's like black does not work for my coloring. Like my mom has like light eyes, light hair, and she just... I feel like it would be super harsh on her, honestly. I I don't know what it is because a lot of like blondes, she's kind of like dirty blonde with blue eyes, but like a lot of blondes, it works really well on. I don't know. It's just up to you and what your comfort zone is and what you feel like you look good in, but... 
so black would not be a neutral for her but for me it is like my neutrals are black white off-white gray chocolate brown and like a nude tan color i'm not and maybe camel i'm not a mustard person i'm not an olive green person I will like tiptoe into the burgundy category sometimes, but for other people, like olive green literally might be a neutral. Like that's like olive green, all army green. Like my yeah. mom will wear that like nonstop on repeat. That's such a mom color. It's such my a mom color. Yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of depends like what your neutrals are going to be for you. So like decide that and then stick to it and mm-hmm. say you're going to do it for like three months and it's like you're allowed to buy new clothes. It's fine. You just can't buy anything that's not a neutral right i think that's a good rule and it will blow your mind how you're able to piece things together in your wardrobe and how you're able to reincorporate those statement pieces from your past now that you have that glue that's going to bring everything together Mm -hmm. yeah um okay well my next little tip and rule don't buy stuff just for work um i feel like i always am talking to my mom off the ledge on this but she always is like, Reese, will you do shopping for me? And I'm like, mom, like you can't just buy work clothes. Like you need to buy stuff that you can wear to dinner and like whatever. It's not like she's like hitting the club after. But um, Maddie Jewel came on our podcast. She kind of gave the same advice. She was like, don't buy stuff just for the sake of buying it for work because you're going to associate those clothes with work. And I wouldn't want to wear it. <laughs> you don't want to have clothes in your closet that have that like negative association yeah if you're the type of person that dreads going to work which i feel like honestly a lot of people your first job's not your dream job even if you're super excited and grateful for it you just don't want to have clothes that are only for work you want to have a top like if you go and buy a top just make sure there's other places you can wear even if it's like more conservative events Mm -hmm. like okay i could wear this to a baby shower to church to lunch with my mom lunch with my grandma i could wear this like traveling or something like that even if it's not yet taking you literally to the club like i get it (laughs) but i would say just like yeah pieces that can go multiple places yeah so that's what i try to do trying to explain my top category and so i've been trying to buy cute little tops that i can just throw on with jeans or throw on with trousers and literally i bought one top and i was like oh this would be a cute like little dinner top and i literally wore it to my work conference the other day so just you want to make sure they're versatile and you can wear it with a bunch of different stuff so i would say especially with tops like if you're on the neutral shopping diet you're going to be blown away by how much wear you will get out of Mm -hmm. them, especially because we're going into the winter season where like sweaters are so easy to wear to work and wear out like a good black turtleneck. All of those language. Yeah, me too. I love a good black turtleneck. You can wear Tell me somewhere I can't wear a black turtleneck. I can wear that to Target. I can wear that on a date. I can Mm -hmm. wear that to work. Mm -hmm. I can wear that to dinner with my parents. Mm -hmm. I can wear that literally running, yeah, to the club, running errands around town. Yep. You can wear a a good black turtleneck literally anywhere. It's like everybody needs that. My next tip would be your shoes need to be flat. And when I say this, I'm not saying never buy heels again. Like I've totally bought heels, but I think you need to prioritize buying flat shoes that are genuinely comfortable that you want to put on every single Mm -hmm. day because you cannot most likely in post-grad wear your hokas every single day like you did in college especially if you went to college in the south like 
feel like class is extremely casual. It does not get that cold down here. Mm -hmm. I wore Lululemon and aloe to every single college class. Like, I lived in athleisure. And post-grad was such a transition because I was like, WTF is my personal style. Like, I literally have no real clothes. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I put on a button-down shirt and, like, a pair of loafers. That's, like, foreign to me. That was literally foreign to me. So... I would say really think about buying some good flat shoes that are not sneakers, like ballet flats, Mary Janes, loafers, mules. I mean, whatever it is for you that you feel like is cute, spend your money there because you're going to want to have some good flat shoes and Mm -hmm. not just like those platform sandals that you think are cute. You know? No. You'll wear those way less. I I don't work in an office, but I could just foresee myself wearing all this stuff to an office, breaking my ankle over there by the printer. <laughs> it would not be a good look for yeah. me. So I would definitely go with the flat shoes, I too. think heels are fine, but, like, if you're going to buy a heel, buy a closed toe heel because you can wear those to the office and you can wear them out. Yeah. You can also wear them with tights in the winter. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to wear a closed-toed heel with tights than an open-toed heel. Yeah. open Open-toed heel with, with tights is, like, a little bit more of a fashion statement in my opinion shoes need to be a huge priority i totally agree and i have a shoe problem so yeah i'm like going through phases with shoes sometimes i get in a really big shoe phase where all i want to do is buy shoes 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 Mm -hmm. and then sometimes i'm like only buying clothes i don't know i go through phases just not a shoe person i think a shoe is another great place where you can add that color like if you're on the neutral shopping diet for clothes like a red shoe a red shoe will blow your mind with how much it goes with like a red ballet flat if you're a ballet flat girl a red ballet flat a silver ballet flat Mm -hmm. will blow your mind like your little denim ones are so cute denim shoes oh my god will literally be so neutral forever and ever i will die on that hill you love a denim shoe. I love a denim anything. I love yeah. denim. Denim is the best ma- material in the world. I know. I think so, too. Um, okay, so my next tip, Amanda loves this, but um, try Rent the Runway. I had a bunch of friends that did this whenever they were getting their first jobs um, because it's like you can just pay, what is it, $99 a month and get a bunch of different things. I don't know what the pricing is now. I'm actually about to re-sign up for it. But right after I graduated college, I had so many events to go to for like graduation. Mm-hmm. This was actually second semester of my senior year that I started doing it. And I remember I like rented a ton of my spring break outfits yeah. and my graduation outfits and outfits for photos. Such a busy time. And especially like right after you graduate college, you'll probably start having a lot of like engagement and wedding things yeah. and like baby things things like all throughout your 20s to go to um you know kind of depending on like where you live I feel like in Texas a lot of people get married like really young and so we've kind of experienced that more but honestly having rent the runway for them is a lifesaver because Mm -hmm. you can rent a dress and not have to wear it again and I also think rent the runway is just amazing for experimenting with your personal style like after I graduated a huge reason I got it is because I was working in an office and going to an office every single day And I didn't know what my personal style was and, like, what I wanted my aesthetic to be. Mm -hmm. And so Rent the Runway allows you to try out, like, a ton of different clothes without having to purchase them, right? Like, if you're not familiar with it, you get, like, eight pieces a month or ten pieces a month, whatever plan you pick. And you get to wear those pieces all month long. And then at the end of the month or at the end of whatever your time period is, you return them. And there's a ton of, like, different platforms like this. Like, there's Newly and Fashion Pass. And, you know, you can kind of, like, pick your – pick your – favorite out of those or whatever is going to work for you in your wardrobe. I feel like Rent the Runway is good because it has a lot of like office clothes, Mm -hmm. 
Whereas like some of them are more geared towards like college age or um, a little bit older or whatever. So yeah, there's definitely certain clothes that are like worth the splurge and not worth the splurge. Mm -hmm. How I determine that is like wearability. How many times are you really realistically going to wear this item and love that you're wearing this item? The printed maxi dress, you're going to be obsessed with it the first time you wear it. And after that, you're probably going to get sick of it if you're anything like me. Whereas the really great pair of black leather pants that you wear all winter and go with a variety of tops and blazers mm-hmm. and sweaters and jackets yeah. are going to get so much wear. And you're not going to get mm-hmm. like fatigued by putting them on time after time. Nobody's going to really remember that you wore yeah. them. They're a neutral. So it's like invest in your neutrals and as hard as it is to like not splurge on those really fun dopamine dressing items, you will just be so grateful later on that you had that discipline when you're going to get dressed and you actually own a chocolate brown turtleneck. Well, I feel like a good... Okay, It's boring to buy. Like I'm not even going to lie. Like buying a a camel sleeveless mock neck sweater that's just going to like go under a jacket is like really a boring purchase. But it serves you well. But it serves you well. And I'm not motivated to buy it naturally. I feel like a good way to accessorize stuff too is doing like a fun, cool jacket and you don't have to spend a lot on that. Like literally go to Zara or Or rent Mango. Yeah. Or Or literally rent the runway. The really like colorful tweed jacket that you're obsessed with from like Derek Lamb or Lejeance or Alice and Olivia that's going to run you $500, $600, $700, depending what it's made out of. Just run it. Just run it. Mm -hmm. Just run it because you're going to wear it a few times. You're going to wear it that whole month. You have it. And then you'll say bye-bye and it'll be fine. You know, I think that's a kind of perfect way to use Rent the Runway. I agree. That's the way to use it. Where you get in trouble, and this is why I paused my membership for a little bit, is when you are renting so much that you are literally not buying any clothes and not Mm -hmm. buying any anything at all even neutrals and you're not building your wardrobe whatsoever like you have to think about it as like renting a house versus buying a house yeah over time like if you look at the little graph like renting ends up being a bigger waste of money than it is a money saver because there are certain pieces you need to own like Mm -hmm. you don't want to waste money month after month hundreds of dollars renting a black turtleneck right Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not what we're renting. We're renting the things that are like you wear a few times, you're wearing to an event, are super like fun, Mm -hmm. but not. So invest in your your core wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Invest in your basics, buy your basics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So I think another good tip too is at the beginning of every season is to go on to Pinterest. I literally love Pinterest and kind of pin things that you know, how you want your style to be your aesthetic, basically just pin your vibe. Um, like for example, this season, I'm wanting to do kind of like baggier type pants. Like I've been doing cargo pants and I've been loving cargo pants, um, leather pants with like a sweater and kind of layer. And I love the, um, Matilda Jerf. I know she's like kind of sensitive right now. Sensitive subject. Is she canceled? Like, is she? I don't know. She still has great taste. I I love her. I feel like they'll do like a tank top and then like a button up and then do like a trench over it. Like the the layering vibe. So that's what I'm trying to channel, but also very neutral. Um, And then I need to step up my shoe game. But anyways, so that's kind of what my Pinterest is. Um, We'll link our Pinterest below because I just think it's interesting. At the beginning of every season I make, like I do fall, winter, 2023, spring, summer, 2023. Mm -hmm. And throughout the season, I will pin things that I feel like are aligned with my personal style to the board. 
And then when I'm online shopping, I will look at the board after adding an item to my cart and say, are there girls in these pictures wearing something similar? Does this fit in with my board? Like, mm-hmm. really ask yourself, like... Okay, wait, good for you. What types of things are these girls wearing? What's, like, something that's being repeated, like, photo after photo? Like, one thing I noticed for me this season that I ended up getting was brown suede knee-high boots. Love. I was pinning over and over again these outfits where girls were wearing brown suede knee-high boots. Mm -hmm. And then I was scrolling through my board and I realized like, oh, there's like seven or eight photos with brown suede knee-high boots. That is something I'm obviously really, really liking. And I now have this photo evidence of them being styled all these different ways. So I feel confident purchasing those and I know it'll be able to work in my closet. Okay, stunning. Like, that's kind of my, like, method for going about it. I need to do that. I'm Look what impulsive. items are, like, repeated in multiple photos that you pin and then purchase those things first. Because obviously, you really, really like them if you're pinning them multiple times, like, subconsciously. Yeah, that's true. Okay, love. Yeah. And the last tip that I have, I've talked about on this podcast before, and it is called my short, tight, and low-cut rule. And something that happens when you graduate college and you move into your kind of mid-20s, I mean, you're 22 usually when you graduate, maybe you're 23, early 20s still, but there is just a big difference between being in college and then being somebody who has a career and needs to be like respected and dressed appropriately 99.9% of the time. You kind of have to be a lot more careful about your social media and like what types of things you're wearing. And I don't want this to come off as like anti-feminist or like you shouldn't dress how you want or any of those things because like obviously everybody can do what they want to do. But I I think just being realistic, there's a lot of people who have jobs and are in positions where they are not able to just wear whatever they want whenever they want. And like there is a dress code and there is like an expectation socially around what you are supposed to present yourself like when you are a person associated like with a certain company or Mm -hmm. with, you know, a certain like family or whatever the case may be. So sorry, that was a long tangent, but I'm just trying to like kind of put a little disclaimer out there, the reason for this rule. So if you're going over to your boyfriend's house or you're going in for a job interview or you're going to work or you're going to see your boss or whatever the occasion is and you're worried if your outfit isn't appropriate, ask yourself if you're doing two of these things at the same time. Am I wearing something that's short, like super short, super tight or super low cut? Because if you are wearing a dress that is both super short and super tight, it's a no-go. It's not a look. In my opinion, you get to pick one of the three and still categorize your look as classy. I think that's such a good rule. Like, you can show cleavage, but if you're going to show cleavage in your dress, it better be, like, a midi dress that's not, like, hugging every single, like, Mm -hmm. curve and piece of cellulite on your body, if I'm being real. Like... (laughs) You know, or if you're going to wear a dress that's super, super short, maybe it needs to be like a shift dress that's uh, like boat neck or a high neck or, you know, a scoop neck that doesn't show cleavage or something like that. And then you're still going to feel comfortable going to Sarah Kate's baby shower where your mom's going to be and her mom's going to be and her grandma and your Mm -hmm. high school principal and like whatever, you know. 
that's like my personal opinion on it i think it's you get to pick one of the three yeah and that that is the rule i love that and if you're doing more than one of those three at a time it's a no-go you look inappropriate you look like a hoe oh no not a hoe not a hoe Okay, next part of this podcast episode, we're going to get into some specific like retailer recommendations and hero pieces in our closet. So these are the places we think you should shop post-grad and what items you absolutely need in your wardrobe. I feel like this is one of the most requested things I've ever gotten on my Instagram or TikTok. Like people are like, what are your wardrobe staples? What's your capsule wardrobe item? So I'm like so freaking excited that we're finally talking about this because I feel like it needed to be in a podcast format. I think so too. So we can expand. Like this is the most natural thing for me. Does that even make yeah. sense? Like I'm like, okay, I can just literally like spitfire everything to people. <laughs> like this is what you need. And you don't have the clock for TikTok. Oh no. And also this question's like low-key my Roman Empire. Like I think about it like three times a week. Like what if I was on a deserted island or if I picked up and moved to New York City right now and had like an inch of closet space, what are the items I would truly keep and not get rid of? Wait, I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for y'all to hear. Wait, I, why I am I like, so passionate about this topic? Like, you really are. Literally, I'm like a little bit manic right now. <laughs> like talking about this. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Do you want to like say all of yours or should we go back and forth? I feel like go back and forth. Yeah. Um, okay, so I love a good pair of trousers and I feel like they're so versatile. You can literally wear them to work, obviously. Put them on at dinner with a good heel, like a good kitten heel and like a cute top trousers go to dinner for sure yes and then literally like work conference to dinner to literally i would wear them out like, yeah i think you can wear them out 100 percent. like I think you, you can, can wear them, wear them, them running like a, errands yeah with a crop top that could be like so cute for going out whatever so i think a good pair of trousers but make sure they're not too short because during the fall and winter sometimes you have a heeled booty and you don't want high waters on you know so like make sure they're a good length if i'm being real it would probably serve you best to own a pair that's more of like a puddle yeah like a puddle pant where you can like wear a boot with it and it wouldn't be a puddle pant it would extend to like your what is this bone called right here like your achilles like ankle this bone like your ankle like it's gonna hit your ankle with your boot on your heeled boot but if you were to wear it with a ballet flat it would like puddle on the arch the top of your on the tops of your feet Mm -hmm. and then a pair that you would wear with flats that would be a cropped length so if i had a ballet flat on it would be cropped but i would never wear that with like a boot but i would maybe wear it with like a stiletto like a heel yeah and it would be okay so you need a cropped length and you need a full length pan and i think for sure a pair of cream trousers that i really love and i have a pair of black ones but like literally any color pant and i've seen on tiktok that zara has like really great dupes for the aritzia effortless pants which are the ones i have and i love and then i have this other brand cannot remember what the n- name of are it they is the favorite daughter ones oh my god i want those i know a lot of people that really love the favorite daughter mm-hmm. i think they're called the favorite pants i think they are too and those are super popular my sister has a, a few pairs of those i've tried them on they're very very flattering and they're, very comfortable they're super long whenever i've tried them on they're like very long and i tried these ones that kind of split and have a button so you couldn't really get them hemmed. this kind of reminds me of a tip that should have been in the previous section of this episode but having a good tailor or mm-hmm. good alterations person you guys you're at the age now we're, we're altering we're our altering our clothes 
We are not wearing things that are like five inches too long for us. If you are below five, five or five, six, there is a good chance you will get most of your pants altered. And that is just the card you've been dealt in life. I don't know what else to tell you, honey. Like it's the card I've been dealt. And you're always at the damn tailor. Look, but I have no regrets because I like love putting on those pants now. And you know what I want to be completely transparent about? It's always like I will post myself in an outfit and the pants I'm wearing are so cute and they've been to the tailors mm-hmm. and people will say, what jeans are you wearing? What pants are you wearing? Da, 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 whatever. And you guys, it's way less about the specific style of pants I'm wearing how they and way more about the fact that I took them to get altered mm-hmm. and I had them shortened and I had them taken in at the waist or whatever needed to happen or I had volume removed from the leg. Mm-hmm. If you alter your clothes, like, if you alter a good pair of Zara pants, like, it'll equal probably the cost of what, like, a good pair of pants from Nordstrom would have ran you. But, like, a lot of these influencers and celebrities and who you're looking at on social media and the reason you think they look so good and their clothes look so good and you want to know what they're wearing is way less about the brand of clothing they're wearing and way more about the fact that they just had it adequately fitted to the body. No, I agree with that. Thousand percent. So anyways, that reminds me, I need to get my pants. Okay, anyways, I need to go back to the tailors. Um, what's your next one? So my first tip for post-grad dressing is a little bit interesting because it's an accessory, but a good black belt. Yes. A good black belt will go with so many outfits and it will take your outfit to the next level. Like, you guys know that TikTok that's, like, the difference between wearing your clothes and styling them. And it's, like, a girl standing there with, like, an untucked button down and, like, jeans and, like, she looks sloppy. And then the sound goes off and all of a sudden she has a purse on and the sunglasses and the belt. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's half tucked, the shirt yeah. and all this stuff. That's the difference. Like, having these, like, key accessories that are able to elevate your outfit will serve you so well. Like, the difference mm-hmm. between a pair of jeans and a fitted t-shirt with a belt is like everything yeah no compared to jeans and the t-shirt without the belt like the belt will add so much like elevation and chicness to the outfit you just need to have it like my best friend was over and we were going to brunch and she's like literally i hate my outfit so i was like okay i love this game let's style you Mm -hmm. so i put a belt on her and i changed her top but um she put a belt on and she's like i literally never wear belts like why she left it it was so chic and belts are so important Mm -hmm. they will just make you look way more put together way more classy and they just add a little like touch of detail like you don't really need these like super dramatic voluminous printed tops and like all of this stuff if you have like the key accessories no i agree i have another tip that i just remembered you guys and it's a really important one so i want to say it and I feel like on TikTok, there's all this, you know, talk about having this amazing capsule wardrobe and these are the core items you need and like everybody needs an amazing basic white button down. And I'm not saying any of those things aren't true, but I do think style is very individual and a big part of personal style and finding your personal style is actually just wearing your clothes. Yeah. Like if you're the person five days out of the week is in leggings and a Lululemon top you are never going to find your personal style. And I hate to be harsh and I'm not sugarcoating anything. And I'm sorry for that, but this is the truth. You will figure out what you like wearing and what your style is by genuinely wearing your clothes. And kind of like how I talked about going on the neutral shopping diet earlier. The other type of style diet you can go on 
is the athleisure diet or the like real clothes diet. And stop wearing your leggings and your Lululemon aligned tanks and whatever else, your Hoka tennis shoes, unless you're going to work out. Like if you are running me errands, right I know I'm in pajamas right now. Telling me right now in the Hoka's and athleisure. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like genuinely, if you're committed to really discovering yeah. your personal style in your 20s, when you go run errands, get dressed, get dressed. When you go to lunch with a friend, get dressed. And then when you're getting dressed or after you put your outfit on, say, like, what did I reach for and mm -hmm. why did I reach for this? Yeah. Like, for me, it's always my, like, Enza Costa white cotton pants because they're so comfortable, but they're not a sweatpant. Like, it feels like I'm wearing sweatpants, mm -hmm. but they look way chicer and more put together. Or it's, like, that amazing maxi dress that, like, is so easy to throw a sweater over and it's so comfortable. Like, I can go to Target in it, but then I'm going to, like, go to yeah. Honor Bar with you and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But for that same occasion, I could have worn, you know, my Lululemon Align tank and yeah. my Align leggings and my Hoka's. Exactly. But it's, like, you, cho you choose to put on real clothes. And then the more you wear your clothes, the more you will understand what you like wearing and what you need to buy. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. That's, like, the, my biggest biggest tip is mm -hmm. like you will find your personal style if you start wearing the clothes you have in your closet and you'll start buying clothes that you can genuinely wear on an everyday basis and not just for the club yeah no for sure um okay well my next one is another pair of pants so i just love i feel like i really only buy pants and that's why i have my top issue but anyways i just bought the daily drills black silky pants and they're actually the ones at the tailor right now but I think those are going to be so great year round just to throw on with like either a white tee or like a black silky top or literally like anything. And I feel like it's such a good way to be comfortable, but also, you know, dress up. So I feel like black, fun, silky, flowy pants are really good. And then um, in the summer, I always reach for my white linen pants. I love them. They're so effortless and you look so chic. Silk pants are the linen pants of winter. Yes. And like a knit pant is another really good one to have. A knit pant, a linen pant, a silk pant. Yeah. All of those are just as comfortable. I feel like wide leg are really in. Like yeah, anything flowy. Just a baggy pair of jeans. Yeah. I'm sorry, but my baggy, my super baggy jeans, I could take a nap in. Yes. Like they're so comfortable. Mine are comfortable too. And I feel like they've been washed a lot. So they're soft. Yeah. But I th feel like a good pair of jeans, like you need to invest in a good pair of jeans. Yeah. And like, I'm a jean snob. Like, it's weirdly one of those categories I like can't cheap out on. Like, mm -hmm. there's other things where I'm like, I would never spend that much money on that. And then there's certain categories like I'm obsessed with it being a luxury piece. And I don't know why I think it's that I wear denim literally every single day. Mm -hmm. You do. But I do really realistically wear denim every day. And I just notice a fit difference, like in the way certain jeans are cut. Like I love the Ghani jeans. I love my Silver Lake denim. I love a Goldie. Um, what else? Frame, I think has really great cut jeans. Yeah, I don't know. Like the Zara jeans for me have always been really hard. Like I really I've only not found loved one, it. one good pair. And I wore them. There's some people that like swear by those are jeans. Yeah. So it's just like you just have to have that trial and error process with yourself. Screen. Yeah. Oh, I think their sizing in pants is so weird. Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm a sure. large in some pants. I swear to God. She's not a large. And I'm like not a large usually. So, okay. 
I'm going to like counter your little blazer thing. Or I don't even know if you talked about that yet. No, not yet. Reeves is a really big blazer person. Love. And I am not. And most people would tell you a blazer is an item you need to have in your capsule post-grad wardrobe. And I really do think for a lot of people it is. Like genuinely like a good black blazer, yeah. a good white blazer, those things like for sure. I've never seen you in a blazer. I don't know why I don't gravitate towards them naturally, but they serve such a great purpose. And I think like they work as an outerwear piece in a mm-hmm. lot of environments, especially in Dallas. It's so hot here. Like you literally need a jacket two months of the year. Yeah. And a blazer will do you just fine the rest of the time. But um, I think a good alternative to a blazer, if you're not a blazer person, is a really good like boucle or tweed jacket or just like any type of lady jacket is the term that I use for it. If you Google them, like some some sites call them evening jackets. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But J. Crew has an amazing selection of these. And you guys, they're a little bit of a splurge. But the amount of wear you will get out of these jackets, you can wear them as shirts if you want to. Like, there's so many times where I button them up all the way. Like, it, it looks like the Chanel granny jacket. Like, you guys probably know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You're picturing the right thing, I'm sure. But, like, J. Crew has a ton of them. Zara has a ton of them. Mango has a ton of them. And that's kind of like my blazer. If that makes sense. And those like are so important in my closet. Like I literally can't stress. I have a white one. I have a black one. I have a white and black one. I have a green one. Like I've literally gotten into the colors now because I have so many like neutral versions of them. I want one. No, I I think they're great. But I also do think Reeves like you're such a blazer girl and you're one or the other like kind of. I literally wore a blazer last night to our little Mahjong event. Yeah. And you look so good in a blazer. It's my casket outfit. Oh my god. The pink blazer. That's what she's wearing in the casket. <laughs> That's what she wants to be buried in. That's how I know it's serious. I know I love it. So um I'm gonna say blazers. I feel like you're either one or the other. I love a blazer. I love an oversized blazer. I feel like you can wear it over like a black slinky dress, like just so cute. Or over a little black turtleneck or a tank top or something sleeveless with jeans or trousers for work. So I love a blazer. Um, I think what this is all reminding me of too, which is kind of another tip. I'm apologizing for how disorganized this episode probably seems reading it. Like this is what you get when your hosts are us. We're just literally scatterbrained people. But another good tip just on this topic is find out what your uniform is going to be. Yeah. And I remember like Morgan Stewart said this and I've heard Rosie Huntington whitely say this. And those are two of the people with the best style, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. She said like, find out like what it is you genuinely love to throw on every day. Like Reeves for you, I feel like that is a blazer. Yeah. For me, like my everyday is a good fitted tee, Mm -hmm. a good fitted turtleneck. That could be like a mock neck. That could be like a long sleeve tee, a short sleeve tee. In the summer, it's maybe like a racer back tank top. Yeah. Something like that. A good denim, belted usually. Mm-hmm. And like a really great like ballet flat or like loafer. Yeah. Or it's really like a ballet flat or a loafer or like some sort of like maybe Mary Jane situation or like a sandal in the summer slip-on shoe i don't do a ton of sneakers anymore i used to do way more sneakers i literally could not tell you the last time i wore sneakers they were so opposite because i wear sneakers and like boots and i have my gucci loafers that i always wear yeah 
I do like usually like some sort of flat, a good denim belted with like a tee or a thin sweater or like maybe I'll do like a chunky sweater unbelted. You know what I mean? And like if I need to throw on a jacket, then I'll do my little lady jacket or my evening jacket over the tee, over the turtleneck, over the sweater, whatever it is. And that's like really my uniform. Like that formula for me like never fails Mm -hmm. like I know if I buy a belt it's gonna get worn in that uniform I know if I buy a new good pair of jeans it is same with like a fitted tee yeah it's like about figuring that like whatever that formula is that you like want to reach for and have like different variations of that yeah different variations of it Mm -hmm. I think it's a good rule yeah and I'll I will say like it's so hard now with how things are cropped and not cropped like low-waisted is kind of coming back in now so mm-hmm. now it's like i have these like low-waisted pants that i need like a longer tee with yeah because all my and other tees were cropped, cropped. my pants came up so high yeah and now i need a belt that's for high-waisted and a belt that's for low-waisted i'm mm-hmm. like oh my god that's so true i like can't keep up um i feel like another good thing post-grad to buy is a good tote bag a thousand percent because you can use a tote bag i feel like you're like leaving the house in the morning you're going to work and then oh i have a happy hour like oh maybe i want to throw on a pair of like shoes or whatever throw them in your tote bag with your work laptop and your planner and like a little purse and you're good to go i use a tote bag or like some sort of large shoulder bag every single day mine's literally sitting on the couch with me over there. i have my laptop i have my planner i have my mm-hmm. camera i have i mean like our podcast stuff i yeah. have receipts for like my other job i have like my whole folder for my job like my wallet my lip gloss yeah. like now i need perfume now i need a hairbrush like deodorant I, like, when i yeah deodorant like when i leave the house i don't come back so <laughs> last but not least i think a good area to invest especially if you live in a warmer climate and i know this isn't particularly relevant right now because we're headed into winter but maxi dresses and midi dresses will just really work well for you yeah like i think the hill house nap dress rose to fame (sighs) for a reason i think so too super comfortable and it was like you could wear it to work you could wear it to your kid's birthday party you could wear it out to dinner you Mm -hmm. can wear it around your house doing laundry you could take a nap in it hence the name nap dress no you literally can't nap in that dress yeah and the one thing though i want to say and it's because I made this mistake post-grad. I felt like I bought a lot of midi and maxi dresses that I thought were super cute, but they weren't following our neutral shopping diet prints or the short, tight, low-cut rule. Yeah. And, like, a strapless maxi dress and, like, a maxi dress with a strap, the difference in those two things, like, I feel like I don't, don't, didn't think about that. Know, you know what I mean? So true. Like, it's like, I have all these, like, strapless mini dresses and I'm like, I can't really wear this to work. I can't really wear yeah. this in a professional environment because it looks like I'm in Mexico on vacation because it's strapless. You're so right. So I think just, like, be aware of that stuff and also be aware of the fact that, like, if you buy something that's, like, neon pink and printed, once again, mm-hmm. you're gonna get fatigued from wearing it a lot faster than you will like your chocolate brown midi dress with the strap yeah exactly do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it just has a lot less wearability and versatility and i just want everyone to be very conscious of that like if you take away one thing from this podcast neutral shopping diet and like wear your clothes start wearing your real clothes and you will genuinely find what you like and what you feel your best in yeah but yeah we go over like a few of our favorite places to shop yes let's go over some like affordable 
places right out of college where you can like buy your clothes yeah um so i love zara mango obviously um i love aritzia abercrombie abercrombie has great denim great leather pants leather pants are such a good thing to wear we didn't really talk about this but Mm -hmm. in lieu of like the trouser thing or like the silk pants or the linen pants when it hits winter leather pants can go out they can go to the office so cute um banana republic Mm -hmm. j crew house of cb house of cb is like a nordstrom line i think but i'm always like randomly like very surprised by like the little gems i find from them no it's cute it's, it's like cute not stuff. overpriced either like i want yeah. to say like nothing's ever like over 250 bucks like ever um naked oh yeah na-kd i think it's a european brand i always see um claire rose if you guys follow her she's a great follow for this type of style she has great like office looks like really chic appropriate professional looks and she does the capsule collection with nakd i think like every year at this I point know that yeah and it's like really good stuff and it's Cute. all super affordable um one that i really like that elsa hosk links to all the time i think it's another european brand it's called cost cos they have so many great things like good black blazer good pair of trousers good white t-shirt good white button down like just things that are going to be true workhorses in your wardrobe yeah and just buying things that are wearable like you don't have to have like some weird ass bra to put it on hate that no sticky boobs it's not sheer it's not too low cut it's not a bodysuit that's Mm -hmm. up your ass crack like i'm sorry to cuss but like (laughs) you know what i mean like you know clothes like that and it's I just like that. i can't ever wear this because i just like literally dread putting this on at 7 a.m when i'm getting dressed for the day if you're not gonna put it on at 7 a.m or 8 a.m when you're rolling out of bed yeah. to go to work like you're not gonna put it on no no yeah. i think that's like a good yeah yeah okay i think those were all of our tips it's like a good style guide for you guys i apologize for how scattered it was honestly i feel like this was just like a very real episode of us being honest with Mm -hmm. our post-grad shopping experience and what we wish we had done differently what we're glad we bought where we're shopping things like that it's a huge transition be easy on yourself don't blow all your money in one day building your capsule wardrobe and finding your personal style is a process it's supposed to take time Mm -hmm. so have grace with yourself and and have fun with it honestly life's supposed to be fun fashion's supposed to be fun so i think so too have fun with it even though y'all y'all are all on the neutral diet every single one of you i don't want to see one freaking pink sequin feather top you're wearing one night to the club no more of that that's a waste of money (laughs) sorry unless it's your birthday like okay buy that yeah. for your birthday it's good for birthdays like it's about time for us to wrap up thank you so much for tuning in today's episode if you enjoyed the spritz o'clock talk today please make sure to like this episode like this video if you're watching on youtube leave a review as always if you have any questions comments concerns ideas or feedback you can find both me and reeves on social media at it's amanda dewitt and at reeves underscore lee with that being said i hope everybody has a fabulous day ta-ta for now and we will see y'all here next tuesday for a new episode bye bye